Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the albatross around the neck of your ancient mariner, rhyming son of a bitch ass, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am. I am in my neon palace of sin in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks for joining me again this week. Uh, sorry there was not a show last week. I do apologize for that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But welcome. Thank you guys for joining me again. I am here, uh, as you know, settling in still, getting all my shit together in my new, new place, in my new abode, if you will, here in Las Vegas. And what a time it's been. Uh, this has been, uh, it's been a it's been a great couple weeks here. You know, we've had some some ups and downs, but hey, that's how it goes. But thank you all, first of all, for all the birthday wishes and everyone who who uh, reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago on my birthday. That was uh, amazing. Thank you all so much. I appreciate the support. So many uh, messages that I, I it just got to a point where I put out just a blanket like thank you to everyone because I couldn't every time I was trying to answer every single one, like every comment, every message, but it got, just got to a point where it's like, I would answer like five and there would be, it would just, it just built up, which was overwhelming in such a, the best way. So thank you all uh, for all the birthday witches, witches, witches and the witches for reaching out. Ooh. So what a great time uh, it that has been. Uh, another great thing is ding da ding dong dong Patreon. Hey, thanks guys, my Patreon homies, my Patreon subscribers. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for all of your support. Huge shouts out to you guys. Uh, it's you know I'm about to hit the road here um, in Jesus Christ. What is it like ten days? I think from now. So. It's coming up. The road is coming. I'm getting everything together. And and my Patreon supporters, you guys keep me alive, especially out there on the road. And I thank you so much. Uh, everybody out there listening, if you're interested in checking out my Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You can uh, subscribe to one of the tiers there that gets you all kinds of goodies. Plus, 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 every single week you get access to another podcast I do on Patreon there called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, in which I speak to all the amazing artists and people that I meet from around the country and around the world even. Uh, we usually, you know, talk about whatever they do, but we have a great conversation. It's all kinds of different different uh, people, different walks of life, different disciplines. It's, it's a lot of fun. One of my favorite things to do. And you can get access to that every week. We are, I think, 97 episodes in right now of that show, and you get access to all the back episodes. So there's a lot of stuff for you to get on if you're just joining. Uh, also, I put all kinds of stuff on the wall, like videos from new songs. There was a recently a video from uh, John Wayne is Dead Practice with Chris and I uh, when I was back in Houston. Um, I recently wrote some new stuff and did a video that just went up there this past week. So there's all kinds of cool stuff I put up on Patreon to, to, to try to take care of uh, you guys for, for taking care of me so much. So if you want to, uh, please go check out patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You could throw a couple bucks at your old Uncle Johnny here. Keep him, keep him going on the road, uh, even for as little as $1 a month. That's right, the $1 a month beer club uh, gets you access to the podcast every month and, or every week and uh, puts a little chance in my pocket, which I appreciate so very much, but I appreciate the support and thank you all for listening. Now, onward, um, you know, just uh, the Cadillac Man, my new novel, before I forget about that, uh, thank you all for all the people who've been ordering it from my website. I've been sending them out um, 
every week I send out books, uh, almost every couple of days actually, but I appreciate the orders. Keep them coming, guys. You can go to johnwayneisdead.com at the shop page and order a signed copy of my new novel, The Cadillac Man, from there, from Death's Head Press uh, or the Death's Head Press website. But anywhere you get them from, I appreciate it. They're on Kindle, Amazon, all the bookstore websites and stuff. You can get it from. Uh, I appreciate that. But if you order it from me, of course, I will sign it. I'll send you some extra goodies, uh, some art and stickers and stuff, because I love you so much. And I, I very much appreciate any and all support. But I'm proud of my new novel. It's out there. The Cadillac Man. Check it out uh, from Death's Head Press. Thank you guys uh, for for picking up. If you picked it up and you're reading it, maybe you finished it. If you wouldn't mind throwing up a review on Amazon or Goodreads for me, that really helps out uh, very, very much. And I thank you for that. So onward. Um, Yeah, so I, uh, this week, so first of all, you know, I didn't do the show last week um, because uh, some bad news. A very, very good friend of mine back home in Houston, uh, Austin Havikin, shouts out, rest in power. Uh, committed suicide. Um, and it was a, you know, as all those things are, it's a, a, a big blow. That's an understatement. Um, you know, you always, you, you, there's all the things you go through, like no one expected. I just talked to him, da, 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 da. And all those things went through my mind as well. Um, and it was rough. And I sat down to do the podcast last week. Um, you know, the usual time I, I do, you know, I, I prepared everything. I had my notes, I had my tarot stuff, I was all ready to go. And uh, I just couldn't, I just didn't feel it. It was also, you know, I record on Sundays, these come out on Monday, and last Sunday was uh, the memorial for him back in Houston, like, which I couldn't be at. So that was, that was on my mind. Uh, it was just, I was just having a bum day, you know, it was a, one of those things. And I, I just knew that I wasn't going to have it in me. Uh, my heart wasn't going to be in trying to, to do a show uh, with my focus so split and just kind of being like, just down about, you know, just down about it. You know what I mean? So I could not do a show last week. I did not do a show last week. I apologize for that. And another thing that was frustrating for me that I wanted to do was I actually did, um, two recorded two episodes of the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which I spoke about earlier with Austin, uh, a couple of months ago. And I, we did two because the first one I couldn't find where I saved it. We were partying um, when I was done. I know I saved it somewhere. <clears throat> I know I saved <clears throat> saved it, but I went back. I couldn't find it anywhere. So a couple weeks after that, we did another recording um, where we sat down and just kind of did another show and said, hey, we lost the last one, so here's this. And I, I made sure I, I recorded it. I, I made sure that I saved it right then when we were done, even though we were a little faded too for partying during that one. But I know I saved it. I know I did. Um, and I, I, I went back, could not find it. Could not find it. And, and so that was kind of towards the midst of the move and all that kind of stuff. And I, uh, I started last week look, just like looking through all the files on my computer, trying to find where these went. Because I wanted to post that, one of those episodes, you know, uh, in honor of his memory. And... I, uh, this is just like, so I have this external hard drive. It's old. I know it's several years, years old, but you know, I've just had it for a while. I've moved shit over onto it, whatever. Um, last week, like at the beginning of the week, I had just moved a bunch of podcast stuff over onto that from, uh, from another drive that I keep all the podcast stuff on. I'm all organized like that. Right. And, uh, I moved stuff over there. And then when I was 
when I was racking my brain the other last week to try to find where this thing could have saved, uh, I remembered that sometimes, so I, I record on Adobe Audition, and when you open up a new, um, <clears throat> like a new session, uh, multi-track session, it has you set up like a save right then. Like you have to name the session, pick the directory where it's going to go, and all of that right then before you even start. Um, so then... As you go, you you know, when you save something to an MP3 or a wave or whatever, you have to also select the destination that it that, that goes to. Because it doesn't just automatically, you know, direct it to where you set the session up at. So I usually keep everything in the same folder. I'll set all the stuff up, right? Sometimes what happens is I'll be going to, you know, going through through there too fast and hit save and it saves something that I'm working on in a folder of something that it it has pulled up from a session previous. And it doesn't even mean, it won't even be like the last session. I think it keeps like eight or 10 direct, like directories in queue. And it sometimes, it'll just, you know, if, you, if you're not paying attention, it'll send it to something you did like two weeks ago and put it in that folder. Um, and you don't realize it. And I've had to go back and, and figure things out like that, especially when I was, you know, doing a lot more voiceover and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I made that mistake. So I was like, it's gotta be, I was like, that's gotta be what happened. I'm, I'm gonna go back through all of these folders just one by one episodes and see if I can find where the hell I fucking saved this. And so I go to the, where the hard, because I just this week, earlier the week moved all of the, the older podcast stuff, all the back, the, you know, backups of the episodes to the hard drive. So I had room on my other drive for the new stuff. Now I can't get this hard drive to read. Like it, it's on, it's plugged into my computer. It's spinning. The lights are on. It was just working, but now it won't show up. Like it, it doesn't show up on my computer like it's plugged in, but it is. And I tried it on my laptop. I tried it on two of Scarlett's computers and I can't get it to read. But um, I have one more solve. It's got, so I've never used the power cable uh, thing for this. Like it's got a, like a, you know, plug in for your volt battery or whatever. I've never used that for this. I've always just plugged it in and it works. But from all the troubleshooting things, um, the only thing I haven't been able to try that I've read about is plugging it in. So <clears throat> the thing is, like I said, it's kind of old. So I don't have a uh, plug necessarily, even though we tried a bunch of them. So I'm going to find one this week, get it plugged in, and I uh, I will find that episode and uh, be able to post it for you guys to hear um, and, you know, for, for Austin. But uh, that was why I didn't do the show last week, so I apologize for that. Uh, I hope you guys understand. It was kind of a rough week and a, and a rough day, but, <clears throat> you know, it's just one of those things. You could you can say a bunch of stuff about about this, you know, and, and everyone usually kind of does when things, things happen. But, you know, just, uh, you know, we can say all the, you know, re be sure to reach out to your friends. Be sure to tell people you love them. Be sure to this and that. Be sure to check in. We can say all of that, and it's really easy to say after the fact, but all I can say is just, you know, enjoy the moments that we're living in when we're living them, um, because that's really what we have, and that's what's important, I think. Um, so, yes, of course, love each other. Yes, all of that stuff, but just treasure the time you have with people. Just tr just the moment. Live in the moment. That's all I can say, and, and, and be appreciative of that uh, moment. So... Anyway, um, <clears throat> I will find that and I will keep you updated on it for sure. So, well, before I forget, I'm sitting here in my neon palace of sin. I'm drinking out of my big, uh, I have a big 
skull head of coffee that I'm drinking, black and, and great like I like it. I've got the Green Lantern right next to me, you know, my fateful bong of, of many, many years. Uh, freshly cleaned. The bowl and stem uh, were cleaned last night. Scarlett was like, I'm going to clean all that fucking resin out of there. She did. It was great. I've already resonated it all up. But I am smoking uh, some very awesome uh, sour tricks today uh, with uh, a little bit of lemon haze I mixed in there, too. That's two different strains that I've got um, <clears throat> this week. And uh, I got a bomber of a joint here. Um, I'm going to, I got this joint. I've got a, uh, another recording to do after this, uh, an episode of uh, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, and uh, I've got myself, uh, thank you to my wonderful lady Scarlett, a uh, Pineapple Fanta, Pineapple Fanta Joint. Is that what it is? Pineapple Fanta? Yeah, sure is. Pineapple Fanta. One gram joint, and this is from uh, Nature's Chemistry uh, here in Las Vegas, Nevada. 22.999% 22.999% THC. I will be dr- I will be drinking this. I will be smoking this on uh, the show later today. So um, that's where my uh, smoking will be going. So lots of fun. Of course, you know I, I've been um, talking about all the dispensaries and uh, all the all the good fun that I've been having there. So uh, that's still going well, and uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but other than just like smoking weed, of course I'm. Uh, you know, working my ass off uh, all all week, uh, every day as I'm preparing for the road. Uh, I, you know, actually uh, finished up writing uh, this week. Very exciting for me. My latest work in progress, which I was working on, like my which which would be my next novel. Um, I think I might have mentioned something about about this to you guys as I started writing it. It's it's a little bit different. Uh, it's written all in second person, which I wanted to do as a challenge type of thing to me. And I, I, like I said, this like the first line of this book when I started, I just heard it in second person. I couldn't get that uh, out or, or diff. I, I couldn't. It didn't didn't work without that. So I, I took that uh, as a challenge to myself, and I did it. And uh, I think it turned out pretty well. I think uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this. So I'll let you know as it goes, you know, it's the, the first draft is done, the revisings are, are, are going on and stuff. And, uh, ho- you know, hopefully we'll have a home for it soon. And we can talk about that. But that was cool. You know, I've been every day just working on this new piece, you know, in a new place and a new, you know, town, new everything. And uh, it's good to have uh, something finished, you know, here in the new, the new place shows that I'm like, you know, hey, I'm still still doing my shit, you know, I, I'm, I got it together, things are, you know, going well, settling in, and I can get stuff done, basically, um, which I'm very happy about, uh, so that was cool <clears throat> this week, uh, I also, I've been drawing a lot this week, I, I know I, I talked about finishing the tarot deck, but there was a few cards I had to uh, do again or redo, it either got lost in the shuffle, I'm not quite sure what happened with these few cards, but I, I'm having to go back and do a couple more, so uh, but I am knocking those out steadily. Like they will be done here soon. So I've just been drawing a lot, um, trying to get that done, writing a lot. Also working on putting my, my short story collection together, which I, I've actually, I put it together. I have all the stories and in, in the order that I, I'm pretty sure I want them to be in, but I'm just going back, rereading all these stories, doing some rewrites to some of them. Um, and, and, you know, kind of tweaking it to make it, uh, you know, up, update it, zhuzh it up some before it come before I put it out there into the world. So that's been taking uh, a lot of, um, 
a lot of my time as well. Also, like I, I was mentioning earlier, like with Patreon, how I put a new song up there that I wrote. That's a, that's another thing I've been doing. I like last week, last Saturday, I uh, I sat here and I, I started playing guitar in the morning. I just got into a mood, you know, where I was like, first I was in the shower listening to music and singing and shit. And then I came out, uh, you know, and just like, I'm going to play some songs, you know. And I did. And I ended up playing guitar all day for like probably eight and a half hours, I think it was. Uh, and I wrote a, wrote some new stuff. Uh, one of the songs I wrote, you know, completely, and I, I, I decided to go ahead and do a little video of it to put it on my uh, Patreon. So, you know, give you, that's the, that's the kind of stuff I do. You get to see the new shit before it comes out, before it's even anything. Like, these songs, they're, of course, subject to change as they go on, but, like, this, I just wanted to capture kind of, like, the beginning of it, and, and uh, I was happy about it. But that's, um, that that coupled with the fact of going you know going out a couple times and and seeing you know performers and stuff it's like man I'm really jonesing to play a gig I think you know not I think I know you know just even like a one man cover gig for two hours I can do that or uh, something you know that would it would just uh, I, I'm jonesing for it but that part of that I know is because I'm 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 jonesing to get back on the road as well which uh, is my you know performing, you know, that's, that's where I get all that out, all those heavies out and I'll pick up some gigs while I'm out there on the road. I know. And, uh, and I'll get some stuff going on here too. It's just, uh, you know, sometimes you, you just like, Oh, I want to get up there and do it. You know, it's just, uh, it, it's in my blood, baby. It's in my blood. Plus, well, well, this was very cool. Um, I went and saw some stand up comedy this week, uh, from a couple of my, uh, new friends of mine, Pat, uh, shouts out and Liliana, uh, shouts out to them. They uh, were on a comedy show. Pat was hosting it. It's badass hotel here in uh, Vegas called the Artisan. So like everywhere in Vegas is pretty much like ooh la la, you know. Uh, but this place is no exception. All the rooms I think are themed differently. I believe, and <clears throat> it's all like you know, there's weird mirrors all over the place, and they've got picture frames that are just like hanging. You know, you would walk by, they're like hanging by string or something from the ceiling. But it, it's it's cool. It's just got a vibe of like that ooh weird arty thing. Hence the artisan. But uh, it was fun. You know, it was uh, some of the performers were better than others, but that's how any show goes. Um, but I had a blast just being there and seeing it, and uh, it was cool. And that was an, another thing. I was like, man, I would. I gotta get a tight five together. No, uh, but it 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 reminded me of you know uh, being on stage doing storytelling or uh, you know hosting Neo Benchy and stuff. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, you know, so it's just like that kind of stuff. Where I'm like, ah, I gotta get back out there. I want to get on stage, but I'll be able to exercise a lot of that energy um, and and exercise those those performance muscles that I'm uh, that are are ready to go. Once I hit the road, which is coming up here, guys, a couple of weeks, the uh, week, what is that, the 15th, no, 16th, 17th, 18th, whatever, 19th, I will be at Mad Monster Party in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I'll be seeing my man Dave, shout out Dave, my boy, um, and it's going to be great, maybe Andrew, maybe who knows, who knows gonna, who's going to be there. <coughs> oh man, that bong's getting me, sorry guys. But yeah, I'll be there, from there I go to Atlanta. Uh, for Days of the Dead, see all my family there, my 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 friends, uh, you know, Rochelle, Deidre, all them homies, all my people, all my peeps, uh, Ray, everybody. It's gonna be great, and uh, I get to see my con family again. You know, all the people that I I see on the road every week, 
that I've made uh, these strong bonds with. And it's just, you know, you, it, you know, it's like a coming back from summer vacation. It's like, all right, I got my new school clothes. I'm ready to go and uh, see all my friends again. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for that and to meet new ones. You know, it's, it's going to be great. And from there, I'm going to go visit my maza for a little bit and then go to New Jersey a week after that and then uh, come back to Vegas for a couple weeks before I go back out again. It, it's a whirlwind of a of a year already going down. So be sure to check that out. You can see all my dates that I have so far at johnwinisdead.com on the um, shows page there. Uh, it's up to date um, right now and, you know, always having more things being added to it. So so be on the lookout for that. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's kind of been what's going on with me this week. Um, last couple weeks, I guess, getting shit together. Um, but, uh, what's going on with you, you know, and you know how you could tell me is by calling the Corey hotline. That's right. You can call me John Wayne on the Corey hotline anytime, night, day, day, night, every single time, all of the time. Seven, one, uh, no, wait, that's not it. Eight, three, two, nine, three, zero. 1347. That number is 832-930-1347. You can call, leave a message for me there on the line, and we'll play it on the show. Uh, I'll answer your questions or you know, take your comments, um, your criticisms, whatever. Just uh, just give me a call and let me know what you're thinking. 832-930-1347. Uh, we haven't had a call in a couple weeks, but uh, I'm hoping that we change that soon. So yeah, just give me a call. And uh, you know me, baby. We'll talk. I love you. So, anyway, moving right along here, I think it's time we get into our three-card tarot reading of the week. Um, As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show and uh, just kind of, you know, look at what's on my mind, you know, what I've been thinking about, what's going on, Uh, try to get a different perspective, maybe get some... uh, you know, take a different look at things, get a different view, a uh, different way to think about what I'm I'm dealing with through, you know, just what the cards kind of mean and symbolize, uh, and, and I enjoy it quite a bit. So this week, I'm, you know, of course, you know, thinking about planning, you know, the road, getting everything together. Am I, uh, do I have everything set? Do I have enough books? Do I have this? Do I have some? There's been some moments of like, shit, do I do I have enough of that? Or do I, should I do this now? And ba 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 A lot of those kind of thoughts, but trying to keep it all under control, staying organized, of course, making smart decisions, making smart bookings, uh, all of that's kind of been going on in my mind this week. So that being said, um, we get into our reading here. So our first card that we have gotten uh, today is the Knight of Cups, and this is in the upright position. Um, so we know that, you know, the knights are action cards and we know that the cups, uh, are our emotions. So the thing about the knight of cups is he's kind of like a, hey, you know, he's like the, I don't know, like just the laid back, uh, lover of, of the, the knights, you know, he's, he's really in touch with, you know, you're in touch with your emotions right now. Basically what this card is saying, like, you know, you're in touch with your emotions right now. You're at a place where your creativity is kind of high and, and th- that energy is like going good, but you're very connected to those things via uh, your emotions. You know, you're connected to your art via feeling right now. And that's that's just where you're at. That's what's inspiring you is your emotions and your the love you feel, uh, the, the passion that you have. So, you know, this night is is all of, of that stuff 
those things, and he's definitely all ruled by his heart. He is going by his gut at all times. Um, and so this is, you know, you look at it, like all of these things are happening, but this is a time when you need to kind of trust your gut um, uh, rather than go more on the uh, intellectual side where you, are, you know, are going to think everything out, you know, where we have those times when we need to do that. And we have those times when we need to trust our gut. And this is saying like, hey, we're in this position right now. Our emotions, you know, we're right. Everything's lined up. We need to trust our gut and and let our intuition guide us now. And again, if you're, you know, we I talk about the flow all the time. Maybe we're not connected to our intuition. If you feel that, like it's not flowing, like you don't trust your gut, you know, it's, you know, how to just get back in touch with that, you know, try to meditate however you can just or just focus on that flow of intuition. I'll, I'll even like think about it in like a visual physical sense of something flowing through me to kind of help me bring shit back together if I'm scattered. Um, so yeah, so this is saying, you know, you, we've got this a lot of imagination behind this idea that we have uh, behind this project, whatever it is that we're doing, we're very connected to this, the, the created creativity of this with our emotions right now. And we need to trust our gut in making um, the decision uh, of, or, or in, in doing things right at this at this time while we're in this kind of energy. Um, next card we get three of pentacles, and this is also upright. So we know, you know, pentacles. That's physical. That's our money. That's our, uh, you know. Uh, Wealth, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm losing my mind this weed. That that bong rip I took is like rattled my brain. I love it. Um, you know, pentacles are our 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 wealth, our physical things, right? Physical objects, physical uh, physical wealth. So, what this with with the three of of pentacles, you know, on the card, there's three people who are standing under like a, they're looking at you know uh, maybe like a arch or some kind of building they're working on they're looking at plans and you know pointing around so this card is saying like you know that basically this is a great time to collaborate with others um for bet for the best results of what you're doing right now like so for instance we, we come from the knight of cups where we're really connected emotionally we're shooting from the hip on this one we're going with our gut but the next card is saying like, yeah, do all that, but we don't want to do it alone. We it, Now's not the time to do it alone. Now's the time to collaborate. And you want to, you know, collaborate uh, because as, mu as much as sometimes it's hard to admit, we don't know how to do everything. We can't do everything. Um, so you need to bring in people who know, you know, maybe some specialization, like have special... Uh, background in something or experience in, in part of what you're doing. You know, you bring a couple people in, hey, they're really good at this asp aspect of something that you're trying to achieve. You're really good at what comes next when this is achieved. Let's work together on this. And if we, what this is saying is like, now's a really good time to do that. If we can, you know, get out of our own way, you know, sometimes we get some ego in there, like I can do this by myself. But no, we need to let those people in. We need to let that kind of collaboration happen right now because it's just a, a really good time. We're going to get great results if we do that. And when we do this, we we learn, you know, you always learn from other people around you that are, you know, you're working with them. You're going to learn that, that talent. You're going to start to get to learn that skill that they're bringing. So 
further down the line, when there's times, there's going to be times when we don't have the opportunity to bring in other people, uh, even if we want to, we don't have the time or the, you know, whatever, but we're just putting more tools in our belt as we go. So he's like, oh, okay, well, I can actually do that. I have an understanding of that now, you know, because we've learned, because we've collaborated and, and, and been open to that and let other people in. And we've had this great experience right now, especially with collaboration. And it's a great time for us to learn so that we can implement that, those other skills that we're learning from people in the future. And then we're in turn teaching them our, our, you know, special aspect of, of what we're doing. So, um, yeah, so great time to collaborate with this, this idea that we're moving forward with. And so last card we get, Seven of Pentacles, and this is reversed. So, this is, uh, with this card, you know, you've got a person on it who's, you know, kind of looking down at this bush of, uh, bushel of um, pentacles that have, like, kind of grown on this, you know, on their crops or whatever. They're like, ah, looking down, like, ah, I did it. How satisfying. Um, so, but when, in, so when it's reversed, it's saying that, like, you know, we're, we're we're doing something right now. We have a lot of energy and effort behind whatever we're doing, but we're kind of it's kind of getting scattered. You know, we're letting our energy become a little scattered lately. Um, you know, there's some things that we may be seeing that we were, you know, investing in this, and and we're not, you know, time, money, whatever, but we're not seeing the result or that at all, or the or the result we necess you know wanted uh, initially. So because of that. What we, you know, we're not happy because of this now. We're just, we've created a stress or anxiety level for ourselves. Um, <clears throat> so, this is a kind of a thing, basically saying a wake up call of like, you know what? We need to look at some of these things and, and, and make the decision that if they're not yielding the kind of return that we wanted, expected, need, then it's time to start cutting some stuff off. And it's hard because there are some times. When we're doing something that it's like, hey, we hit this low in this 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 thing, but you just have to keep at it because it's going to come back up or it's, you know, it's waxing and waning or this is just a whatever. Sometimes we have to do that. With this, it's just saying this is not a time to do that. This is a time to look at those things and be like, okay, I have, I've done it enough with this. We're not doing that anymore. This isn't getting me anything. That's done. You know, we have to look at some of those things like this where – like I said, you know, the pentacles are all are looking at it from a real, a realistic point of view, you know, material wealth, all that kind of stuff. So it, it is looking at it like, what's the cost benefit here for you? You know, um, even if you're looking at it in a sense of just your time and energy and, and not in the sense of material wealth, it's still a cost. So we have to look at those things and, and, and we want to, you know, get the most out of uh, everything that we do. So this is this card is just saying like, hey, let's let's take a step back. Let's start cutting these things off that aren't yielding what we want. You know, this might not be the right thing, and and start taking a little bit of a look at, okay, what do we need to do here? You know, what, what's the what's the, the the one that we do need to pour our time in and keep going at it? And and that you know, like I said, sometimes we'll look at the path and be like, oh, you know what, this this was the right thing. Uh, back when I started, but now like I need to take this little offshoot here because I'm growing this way. And, and that kind of helps us like, okay, so now I'm going to stop trying to do this, this, this to go here because I know I just need to do this. So 
if that makes sense. Cut off the things that aren't yielding the fruit that we want. We need to stop wasting time on those and energy and put our energy into things that are, that are going to do that. So that so that's our reading today. Like I said, so Knight of Cups, we're, we got the idea, we're taking action, but we're very, very connected to our emotions. The creativity, the action is going to come from our emotions, trusting our intuition as we move forward with who we want to collaborate with and the Three of Pentacles, um, you know, being open to learning from them and, and imparting our wisdom to them and knowing that like when we do open up to work with these people now, this is going to yield us the best results, but also be careful as we're in this this time too, that we're not continuing to beat our heads against a wall that isn't doing anything for us because, you know, we could, it could take away from this whole, you know, collaboration that we're doing here with the Three of Pentacles because we're wasting energy on something else when we need to put it into this collaboration that is going to uh, be the thing that we need right now. So anyway, that's our reading uh, for today. I enjoyed that. I hope you did as well. Um, very, very fun. Um, Moving right along, I mentioned earlier the <clears throat> awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus podcast on on my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know I like to put a little teaser in here from uh, someone that I've been talked that I talked to this week, and uh, this week is no exception. Um, today I want to play on this episode. You know I've got uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, writer, awesome writer, and publisher Patrick C. Harrison the Third of Death's Head Press, and uh, uh, a- a amazing author in his own right. Uh, he and I sat down and chatted uh, a little bit here for the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast and uh here's a little bit of our conversation right here myself and patrick c harrison the third um most recently because you yeah we, we talked a little bit about the the press you do run the press which you are an author as well and uh mm. you know you you're in there you know doing your thing uh jared especially has a very unique way of selling your book one of your books especially but we won't go into that <laughs> uh you actually just had something very recently come out uh, the collaboration um correct like a, the the cerberus uh yeah yeah collaboration um, that just came out like tell me about that that's with you and chris miller and yes wiley young or who, who mike Innenbach. mike yeah Innenbach, it's too. called yeah it's a cerberus exploitation um basically it's three novels in one book um mm-hmm. they're all right around forty thousand words um but basically you know we had we had written Cerberus Rising together uh, last in 2020, <clears throat> which was basically nine novelettes. We each kind of gave a topic and then wrote a short story on that topic. And this this go round, we decided we wanted to do one longer work a piece. And we had we had wanted the stories to be around thirty thousand words. And I had the idea of um, we each write something that is like a tribute to exploitation cinema, like trauma-esque or you know like the old women in prison type movies and you know lots of blood lots of tits and nice all that kind of goodness Mm -hmm. and mike kind of had the idea to combine with mine that we all put it in the same future world basically kind of like a cyberpunk type realm and so that's what we all did and so so it's all I'm sorry. So all three of them are set in this, this, this. Yeah, they're set in this magical realism future that you all agree on is is where it's set. So all the rules are the same throughout. 
the stories, right? Exactly. Okay. Now I, there's, I, I, I really like that kind of shit. That's why I wanted to make sure. I yeah, it, it's it's really cool yeah. because there are small little crossover elements, but you know they're all so different. They don't really flow together, but you can tell by reading them that they're all in the same world, the same dystopian cyberpunk. Um, there's like domed cities, you know. And, it's not it's not like slapping you in the face, but it's it's there that you you know you right. And, and especially in mine, my mine is uh, vampire nuns behind bars, and so sorry, it's. I'm sorry. Repeat, repeat that one real real quick. Vampire vampire wh- nuns behind bars. Uh, okay. It is like it's. Uh, you can tell by the title. It's very exploitative. It's like the I women in it. prison movies combined with the nun exploitation movies combined with uh, sexy lesbian vampires type thing. <laughs> Ooh la la. So, yeah, so it's uh, full of nudity and blood and guts. And there is like the the cyberpunk and dystopian future element there, but it's more like on the sideline type thing. Mine is mm-hmm. much more about the blood and guts and uh, sexy vampires. I do love sexy vampires. Um, oh, yeah, man. It's, that's... There was a, there's this old movie, Vampiros Lesbos. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. We uh, watched it, um, you know, love it. We actually, um, shouts out to Nick P and my buddy, Andrew Love, when we were, uh, I was a producer on the, we were both producers on the show, Neil Benchy, that we did. um, And Nick uh, helped film this interstitial I, I was the host of the show it's a comedy show blah 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 whatever yeah. i did these interstitial sketches where i would talk to the screen like i was on a com link to this guy behind me and nick would do all the filming and one of them was he was like the guy i was talking to was super distracted because he's watching that movie and he's like just <laughs> naked fucking lesbian vampires are kissing <laughs> yeah it's riding great. horses and shit and like it's all just like he's so distracted but yeah that's a great one yeah, oh, it is a great one. I love it. You know, you mentioned Nick P. Did he move with you to Vegas? He did not. We're in the, you know, we're in talks that's, of trying to like get that uh, up that's here. A shame. But yeah, but no, he's a, uh, you know, we have all these contingency plans. I have like, uh, you know, shouts out to my uh, good friend Jeanette there in Houston, if a rebel element. Um, she does the cons and stuff and she's going to be doing a lot of the same ones with, uh, that I'm doing this year as well. So there could be, you know, some crossover where Nick rides with her to meet me up at the place. And then he'll, he's like, I'll, he's still going to work at my, be at my booth and then just ride back with her and stuff. So we have that. And plus there, you know, some things where he might drive out to a certain spot and meet me. And then I'll pick him up there and take him to the next so, place. But I'm trying to wear him down, dude. I'm looking at even places yeah. and like like sending him quotes and shit. Like, dude, you could move over <laughs> here for like this much, man. You can do that. Come on, man. You'll be right across the way. So dude. so before you had this girl riding with you, like you do now, was it Nick P that held the piss jug whenever oh, you were on the road? No, Nick P would not let me use the piss jug in his presence. He would, he would like <laughs> see. And here's that's the funny, the funny thing about I, that. I'm with you, Nick. I'm with you, Nick. Don't, Whatever. Don't let him piss in the car. Just pull over to gas station. Jesus. Look, but here's the thing, dude. This is the thing. Sometimes you're driving a lot. You know, like I said, if you pop a couple Adderalls, which I prescribed, maybe you do a little something else. You have a couple <laughs> of light beers while you're driving and you, you got to stop and piss more. You know, you're drinking coffee. You got to piss more often than you'd like. You don't want to be stopping willy nilly. You know, we're on a 20 hour drive, dude. Just, just so Nick, the listeners know at, at Frightmare, 
John Wayne was telling me about this piss jug thing he did. And I called him out and said, the he's listeners full of shit. He know. doesn't really use a piss jug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, he, I said, there's no way you fucking use a piss jug. Nobody really does that. And sure enough, I see him at, in Dallas at another event and he opens up the car door and there's a piss jug. And <laughs> it's got half a piss. And let me tell you this, like, even when I was telling you that there at Frightmare, when when I was in the truck with Jared and Kara, uh, we were fucking uh, going around because we kept missing the exit. Like, yeah, oh, it was, it was all confusing, you know, so yeah. like and I had to piss so bad, like in the fourth time they missed it. I was like, sorry, guys. And we, I had the I was drinking <laughs> one of those Miller lights, the bottles, like the 16 ounce, like, you know, aluminum bottles. And I just <laughs> yeah, opened yeah. it and I was like, sorry, Kara. And I was just like, piss. I just started pissing like I filled it all <laughs> the way up and then just capped it and just threw it away when we finally found the thing. Dude, it's a oh, skill to master. And if you're on the road, if you're a road warrior. But Nick won't let me do it because he's like afraid, deathly afraid that something will happen where the piss will go everywhere and it will get on him. Like he's like, yeah, that's a terrifying prospect. He's like, there's going to be a, he says there's going to be a mishandling of the jug in some way. There's going to be like, he's like, (laughs) there's going to be a full jug of piss. And then we hit like a tree and the piss goes all over him. Like, and I'm like, dude, you're really, this is like some worst case scenarios here. And and, it could happen. It could definitely happen. But what, but what does it, so what you get hit with a little bit of your friend's piss in the car. Nope. (laughs) It's my car and my piss, you know? I mean, how how often are you having to piss on these drives? You might well, have some let me tell you this, dude. If let you're me, having to piss from Houston to Dallas, I mean, me, that's oh like, come on, dude, that's a good. That's a four hour, three and a half hour. Sometimes, yeah, but piss, piss before you leave, and then I when piss, you get there. But you're drinking coffee or a beer or two, you know. What I'm saying is this: like, you know, I once you get used to like be like driving, and you're like, I can piss in this bottle anytime you want, dude. Willy nilly. I, I'm I, I barely feel like I have to piss. I'm whipping my dick out and put it in that. Do thing. you have to like shimmy your pants down, or I mean, no, how do you position down. yourself when you're fucking driving? Uh, you, okay, you you, you, you like cru- turn to the side? No, no, like, no, no, dude. No, let me tell you. I'll give you the whole lay down, low down, cruise control. Boom, you're on cruise. I'm usually on cruise control anyway. Kind of like you know, put my feet on the floor and push myself up a little bit. And all new, this is the order you have to do it in. That unzip your pants, take your dick out, right? That's got to be ready. You grab the thing because you don't want to like be, you don't want the, the cap to be off the jug more than it needs to be. So then you bring the jug, you take the cap off, you put it in your designated spot. I was putting the same spot. So I know the cap goes there, right? I'm thinking about <laughs> if that. If that cap falls down between the seat, you're, you're fucked. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then like you get down, you position, you put, I put my dick in the thing. And like, if you can see, like I'm holding it in my right hand, like a milk jug thing. And I also on my thumb, you can hold like make sure your dick like at the root stays in there or whatever. And then you just think like sing a kuna matata or whatever you got to do. And then once you start, boom, it was like a breakthrough when I first did it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I was crying like, oh, I remember when my fucking uncle abused me or some shit. It was like that much of a breakthrough for me. It really no, changed. Well, maybe I'll have to give this a try. This is It's not disgusting. Know, it's great. Yeah, it is Reason. totally disgusting. Yeah. No, it's not, dude. I've see because of that on these drives that I've had to do by myself without Nick P. I've been able to go like just from gas tank to gas tank, like just draining, <laughs> like drain the gas tank dry, draining myself dry as well, dude. Think about all the Damn. time I'm saving, dude. Yeah, I guess. I mean, 15 minutes, I guess. 
no, 15 minutes, my ass, dude. You stop, you go in, you piss, you look around, you get some boiled peanuts or some shit. Then you get in the car, you have to get back on and make a turn. (laughs) It's a whole fucking hassle. (laughs) It's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the dick, uh, even. But anyway, so is there like a lot of piss jugs in this book that you guys wrote or... Or what? <laughs> no, I, how did how the hell did we get on the piss jug conversation? I don't know. You're, you're oh, because like of Nick P. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, no, Nick won't let me. The, to, did you just use the, the piss jug on the podcast? Did I just see you pull the piss jug? No, up? no. Oh, I was okay, just changing beer. beers. I was getting a new beer. Okay. Um, gotcha. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, like one, you know, one thirty eight here where I'm at. I'm gonna bring you with me, and I'm gonna go grab get, a get yourself one, dude. Get your pull, yeah. as Dimebag would it's say. It's three thirty here, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, I went down to my local Seven Eleven down the street, and got one of these. They have three packs of uh, twenty-four ounce Miller Lights. Yeah, uh, got myself one of those. Um, very cool. They, they uh, probably have some nice breweries there in Vegas. I bet. I've been to a couple. Um. Here, no, wait. I went to no, I'm lying. I went to the same one twice and um, it was pretty good. The but they also had cocktails. And so the first time I went, does uh, this dude Greg was buying all the drinks? So they had this like old, not an old fashioned, they had this bourbon drink they'd made with bullet and it was very yeah. good. So he bought, bought me those all night. Um, and like with the people we were with, but when I went back for lunch with Scarlett, uh, I had a couple of their. Um, IPAs and one of their loggers, and I thought it was pretty good. So, can't remember. Love trying different breweries. That's like one of my passions. Oh, different yeah. beers, I guess. Yeah, me too. Like, I love. I'll drink too. a light beer. I have nothing against them, but I like just trying all the different varieties. That's just fun. Oh yeah, for for sure. And we've had this talk before. You know, I'll drink. Uh, what, what are you drinking right there? First of all, before I continue, I saw that. this is one I've never had before. It's a. Uh, called daddy's juice box ipa okay let's calm down here okay. oh oh it is my, right uh, here i thought that was your porn uh, hub search term <laughs> my, my wife my wife bought it yesterday my wife i've never so it's called daddy who, who makes it is that a, like up to the uh, local says, true vine brewing company In tyler texas so tyler. east texas yeah. yeah how is it not bad it's uh, very hoppy for sure, but I like hops. Cool. Yeah. All right. That was myself and Mr. Patrick C. Harrison III of Death Said Press. Uh, shouts out to him. If you'd like to hear the rest of this interview, uh, uh, conversation, as well as you know, 95 plus other ones, you can join the Patreon over patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Even for as little as $1 a month, you can hear this episode and all of the back episodes and the new episode every week. So please check it out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Thank you so much. And be sure to check out Patrick and everything cool that's going on over there at Death's Head Press right now. A lot of exciting stuff. So, uh, Moving right along to our story portion of the week. So, you know, like I, I mentioned earlier uh, in the episode, um, you know, my buddy Austin's uh, passing and how I wanted to play that episode before I was trying to find it. I will find it. Uh, but in lieu of that, I, I did want to just uh, kind of, you know, t- talk a little bit about some good times I had uh, with Austin. So not necessarily a... a, a a linear story here, uh, maybe some of it, but just uh, 
some of the cool, cool things that, uh, you know, he and I, I did and I, the, the good experiences and moments that I had uh, with him. So that's, uh, that's uh, we're going to talk about that today. This, this, one's, uh, this one's for you, Austin. So I, uh, I got to first meet Austin uh, years ago when I first started doing Grown Up Storytime, writing for Grown Up Storytime. So this has got to be like nine years ago uh, now, or 10, I guess, 2012, 2013, something like that. So uh, Austin, you know, he was a, a videographer, a very talented uh, video artist, he, cameraman, all that kind of stuff. And he was working uh, as that professionally at the time, but he also would uh, run the video for Grown Up Storytime that they recorded to put on their YouTube channel. And that's how I got to know him because I started getting into it and I had a story uh, almost every month, pretty much, uh, and, you know, kind of became a, a staple and a regular. And he and I hit it off. You know, we like to smoke weed and drink beers and, and have fun. And, um, you know, I would always get there a little early on nights of Grown Up Storytime. And uh, Austin and I would always have a tall boy. You know, he would, you know, his drink was a tall boy Lone Star or PBR and a, and a Jameson. And he would sip it. He'd always just sip the Jamesons, you know, he'd walk around with them. Whereas me, I'm like, all right, yeah, and I just shoot it. And he just, he'd sip it. Um, that was his way. But we would do that traditionally before every single grown-up story time, um, you know, as he was setting up and I was just hanging. Because it was always a good hang before and after grown-up story time. You'd see all your friends and, you know, other writers or, you know, performers, because that's how it's going. You make great friends, like how I uh, became friends, you know, uh, with Austin. So, um, you know, we that's how we met. And, of course, then... Uh, we're friends, we hung out, saw, you know, saw each other at shows heavily involved in the performance and, and the theater and stuff in Houston. And I was then in um, Micro Satan, the uh, sketch group that I was in there, shouts out down in Houston with uh, old Connor Clifton and the boys and girls uh, that were in the group with us. And we were doing that for a little while. And then Austin was one of the, the you know, collaborators that came on, uh, you know, midway I guess through our run or maybe towards you know a little before the midway through the run of of, of micro Satan and helped a lot with uh, all video stuff coming in and filming the pro like uh not the promos but the interstitial sketches and, and such and then being character playing a character himself sometimes within the show uh he came on for that but one of the time he had come on and and was he was helping us for a little bit uh shortly before we ended up going on tour. And we did a full-blown tour with this show, with this, you know, sketch show, scripted sketch show, hour-long show, nine people, a van, a big fucking 15-passenger van with a, a hauling a, uh, was a 14-foot trailer behind it, all-enclosed, you know, trailer. And uh, that is a huge undertaking. And I think back on that, and it's just like, wow, man, we fucking did that. But, uh, you know, Austin, he came along and, and he and I, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're the kind of the bad boys on that tour. We uh, maybe get into a little bit more trouble than everybody else, but we would get into it with each other. And uh, it was, it was fine. But, uh, you know, the, one of the first stops that we did uh, on that show, it was um, in San Antonio 
and uh, I forget now. It's escaping me. It's called like the Magic fucking something restaurant, but uh, where every like all the people dress up as characters, like movie characters, like Shaggy from Scooby Doo and Nacho Libre. Like that's what the you know with the wait staff is dressed up. It's, it's fucking weird. I don't know, but they had a basement there that I swear was a funeral home parlor, like before this. And, uh, they did comedy and performances there. And so that's where we were playing. You know, we had to take all our stuff down the basement stairs, which to me, it's like, eh, I'm used to that kind of stuff from band gigs, you know, but we, you know, Austin, he set up all this stuff to film everything. He was filming a lot of stuff so we could put together like, uh, some, you know, documentary footage of, of the tour. And uh, we we had performed, I think we had done our show, and there were some comedians that were going to do a couple sets after us, after we did our show, and they were doing that. A lot of people were watching them. And I, I went upstairs and sat at the bar with Austin, and it was uh, just around his birthday. And we sat there, we had a drink, a birthday drink, and, and just... Uh, chatted and talked about the tour so far and how you know how the rest of it was going to go and how just awesome it was that we were doing this and um the people wrapped up the show wrapped up and 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 connor wanted us to you know start coming together to get everything get all the gear and start bringing it up so we could load the trailer and, and move on to the place we were going to and uh they um had just started karaoke a little bit before this before uh the the show downstairs let out and it, it was like it was on like a stage and shit right where you had to walk out the door that we were loading out uh, at. So Connor comes up and he tells Austin and I like, Hey guys, come on. We need to start getting stuff. I'm going to pull the thing around. Da, da, da. We're going to do this. Like, okay, cool. We'll be there. And, uh, I was like, ah, man, you know, I really would just rather sing karaoke. I think, you know, and Austin said, go do it, dude, go sing karaoke. And I was like, you think he's like, absolutely. So I go up there, I sign up, there's nobody really singing, like one person singing, and then uh, I get up there and I, I'm doing my Bon Jovi, uh, you know, cowboy, you know, steel horse I ride, wanted, wanted dead or alive. And I remember like, <laughs> I'm up there, I'm doing it, and you see Connor come walking out, he's got a handful of stuff, and he like look, double takes and looks at me, stands there, looks at me, and is like, like a, what the fuck? And then like a... Hmm, just like just nodding at me and, and stuff and goes by. And later he was like, you know, I came out and I saw you singing karaoke when we're all trying to load out. And I was like, why the hell is John Wayne singing karaoke? And then I was like, you know what? Of course, John Wayne's singing karaoke. And that's exactly what needs to happen right now. And he wasn't mad or anything. That See, that's those moments that you have to kind of appreciate with people. But yeah, Austin, you know, he encouraged that. And that, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, and, and then on... The, that tour, I think that was the night we actually left and we stayed at some friends of somebody's house that, that put us up very fucking awesome couple. I mean, they let nine weirdos into their house, uh, and fed us the next day, made like this huge taco breakfast, taco breakfast for all of us. And I remember this just specifically because, uh, people were, I guess, Snapchat was kind of popping off at this point. And Austin was like, dude, John Wayne, you got to get a Snapchat. Look, you can make these filters look like you're the devil and shit. And he was showing me all those that morning. We were at this people house, people's house eating tacos. And I was like, oh, cool. And I got on Snapchat then because of that. I'm not on it anymore. I don't want too much shit. Um, but <clears throat> the next day from that, like we went to Austin uh, to play, Austin, Texas, you know. <clears throat> and we, uh, 
I think we had two shows there or something. I don't know, but we were in this house, that Airbnb type of house that was awesome. And Chris and I, Chris Jet, you know, we're we're in Micro Satan. We're p- playing th- as the band in the show. We are also a real band, so we booked shows like to co- coincide like with this, like that he and I could go play gigs either you know after the sketch show or on off days when we were going to be stationary. And we had one in Austin, so <laughs> we like. <laughs> Chris and I are like we neither of us we think like yeah it's gonna be fine we'll just we'll just take the van it's already got the the trailers connected to it our shits in the trailer we'll drive to the place we could not even get around the corner in this neighborhood that we were staying in because the trait like neither of us like can drive this thing it, it's just uh, not, not going to work. So Austin came, you know, he was coming with us anyway. He's like, all right, all right, let's, let's just park it back here. We'll drop the trailer. We'll put all your gear in the van. There's plenty of room and we'll just take the van to the venue. And that's what we did. We, and like, he helped us put all of our fucking, you know, amps and drums and shit in the van and drive to the fucking venue in the van, drive, you know, and, and he helped with the gig and all that took pictures of us, filmed us, uh, you know, we had a great time and then we, we took back the van and he helped us hook it back up to the, to the trailer, um, back at the house we were staying at. It was, uh, it, it was pretty funny that not, neither, you know, Chris and I have been in, you know, these bands for years, toured for a long time and neither of us can drive a, a vehicle that has a trailer hooked up to it. Um, but speaking of the trailer though, this is another Austin moment that we needed him very badly as we're driving, um, one of these days, it might have been after we left Austin or whatever, uh, going to Dallas maybe, we stopped to get gas and we realized like I don't I don't know how we realized it, but the 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 lights on the trailer weren't working like the brake lights, uh, and we went into where that's connected and saw so there's like a you know a little plug that connects into the van, uh, which connects into you know plugs into this plug on the trailer that, you know, so your lights sync up or whatever, all that kind of stuff, uh, your, your taillights. Well, ours had come unplugged somehow and, uh, was like, had been like the trailer one just scraping along the, the highway for God knows how long. And was just worn down to like a nub, of course, ruined totally. So we're like, what the fuck do we do? And Austin's like, hold on, let's see. And he like looks on his phone. He finds like a, um, an auto parts store, which we were in like a very small Texas town at this point. So we go down, this is like a mon pa auto parts store, like Bubba's behind the counter in overalls and shit. Go in. I, we, but he's like, this is what we do. Don't worry. And he knew exactly what to do. We found the piece, you know, he clipped it with his, uh, knife and, and put the wires together, taped them together really well with, with electrical tape. So there's a whole new plug, plugged it in, secured everything, and it all worked. And he did all of that. And I don't, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd have been like, well, tour's over. Show's ruined. Can't, can't go home. You know, like call a helicopter to pick it up. I don't know. Throw it away. It's broken. Yeah. But he really like came through, uh, on that with us, which is great because that trailer was, uh, borrow my, my dad, uh, shouts out dad was working. Uh, for a trailer place at that point and let us borrow uh, a trailer for the two weeks or whatever. And uh, I sure am glad I was able to turn it back in, in a uh, uh, fashion that it worked. So that, you know, that was, but that was just Austin. He already, he always had an, uh, he always had 
the solution or he could calmly be like, okay, well, let's figure this out. What do we need to do? You know, he always was like that, at least every, when I was around him. And, um, you know, and, and on from there, you know, the tour was great and, and everything and all of that. Um, but, you know, he and I also worked very closely together on Neo Benchy, which was the comedy show I hosted back in Houston for uh, uh, two and a half years, I guess, before the pandemic hit. And uh, alternative cinema event and all that kind of stuff. I was the host and did the interstitial sketches and stuff, interstitial sketches. And Austin ran all the tech and uh, was one of the producers on the show with us, myself and Lindsay Burleson and uh, Andrew Love and even old Nick P throwing in there uh, his help as well. But, uh, you know, that was another show. Every month we get there early at the secret group uh, to set up and, and get things going. He and I would usually smoke a bowl in my car. We'd have uh, a tall boy and, and a whiskey, and um, he always had great ideas for things we could do for the show. You know, he had all these, you know, things making, like, uh, laminated, like, kind of, like, membership cards and fun glasses and, and buttons and thing all kinds of great ideas that he had that, you know, we just couldn't implement at the time because the the show was, you know, the attendance was down or this or people were canceling. Things just kind of were up and down with that show. And then, you know, the pandemic hit and well, you know, what are we going to do? But he always had great ideas. And, and I always just I loved uh, knowing that I was going to get there and he was going to be there at the secret group already. And uh, he and I were going to shoot the shit and hang out before and after the show and um, sit in the green room and smoke weed and, and be bad boys together. And, uh, you know, it was a great time. And uh, I appreciate all the time I had with him and uh, working with him was was a great, uh, great thing. So uh, thank you, Austin. And we'll miss you, dude. <laughs> All right, there you go. Hey, rest in power, my man, Austin Havikin. You will always uh, be in my heart and mind. So that's the show. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, we are back on schedule, back on a weekly schedule, hitting the road here in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, we'll be doing the show from the road. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, so uh, tune in for that. And also check uh, johnwayneisdead.com, my show's page there, to see where I'm going and where I'm coming. And uh, if I'm coming to your city, hey, come see me. Let's have a let's have a drink. Let's party. Come to the booth. We'll have a good time. Uh, also, be sure to check out my new book, Hey, The Cadillac Man from Death's Head Press. You can get a signed copy at johnwayneisdead.com or you can get one from deathsheadpress.com or no, anywhere you can get books from. I appreciate it. Please check it out. Also, if you'd like to help old Uncle Johnny out here with a couple bucks here and there, please go check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Sign up for one of the tiers. Get the awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast every week, plus all the other goodies. Thank you guys so much. I can't wait to get out on the road and start seeing you guys and hugging everyone again. Take care of yourselves, everyone. Please remember you can follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs. Bye. <laughs>